the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively, invest conservatively. And what we try to do is you want to have your savings on autopilot as much as possible. And uh, if you you have it in in the company plan, it's just a lot easier. We're we're seeing they're they're working through Congress now a new retirement law that's going to you're going to see more opt in, opt out of of savings plans. So if you're hired at a company, you're automatically signed up for the plan. And these are these are real positives. Uh, they're going to allow small companies to set up the to pool for 401k plans. So you can have 401k plan pools for small companies. So a lot of neat things are coming down the pike along these lines. And and because the 401k, the 403b, your 457 programs. These have been the most successful uh, programs out there for building up wealth, and, and and a lot of people, you know, they don't. Some well, some people don't realize the, you know, I spend so much time in savings, uh, investments, and stuff. I, you think everybody knows this stuff, but but remember, your four hundred one k plan, it, it, you get a tax deduction on that. So if you put if you put ten thousand dollars in your plan. It reduces your taxable income by ten thousand dollars, so you're getting part of that money back. So if your tax brackets, your ta- and it's at the top marginal tax bracket. So, so, so if your top marginal bracket is is twenty five percent, you're getting back twenty five hundred dollars right away that you're not wouldn't have to pay taxes on by getting in there. So you only really effectively put in seventy five hundred dollars. If if you look at it, the government really is kind of tossing in an extra twenty five hundred dollars. So every time you put money into a four oh one K plan, it 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 comes back uh, you're getting part of that money back on a tax deduction in in a tax refund. And so so this is if you took the ten thousand dollars just out and put it in your savings account, you, the government would want you to send them a check for twenty five hundred dollars. So it's not like they send you twenty five hundred dollars, but but you're saving twenty five hundred dollars to send to the government. So they're effectively subsidizing your retirement. So this is a good deal. They're subsidizing your savings program. Now, what they get out of it is when you take the money out, it is taxable. 
but but you can get in retirement you have maybe 30 years or more easily 30 years i mean between working and retirement of of that money growing tax free so there's real advantages to the program um the numbers for retirement are about uh about 10% You put away 10% plus a company match of 13%. Uh, A little over 13% is the number that you you need to put away over the long term for your retirement. And so the important thing is to have a plan. There's a real savings crisis. 40% of the people in this country have no savings at all in in, in a retirement plan, and, and that's just very worrisome. It's going to get tougher out there. We've been very fortunate with low inflation over the years. And, and the fact that we we've, we've got a good social security program starting sometime in the tw- in, in 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 the next uh, decade, the twenty twenties, where the, the social security is going to cost more than it's bringing in. Re- I mean, really, a lot of these programs, you put away the social security, and 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 it's really the social security program's been basically getting more money in than it's paying out, which has gone to the government and. And which is basically they spend it somewhere else, and so this is going to become a bigger problem. And there, look, eventually we're going to get another inflation. The question is when and how. Uh, we we there there's something. The biggest threat out there to your retirement, in in your particularly your Social Security, is MMT. Have you heard of MMT? Probably not. Most people haven't. It's called monetary theory, and and basically what it says is, is that. Look, the Federal Reserve can print money anytime they want. And and, and so what's happened is is the uh the over the last decade, the Federal Reserve has has has, has increased their balance sheet over uh from not really around a trillion dollars to about 5 trillion, 4 point something trillion dollars. It, it, it and during that time they flooded, they've done quantitative easing programs. They, 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 and, and, and there's not been much inflation. So everyone's like, well, look, hey, there's no inflation. And, and, and the Federal Reserve flooded the system and it bailed out Wall Street. And so it's like, look, they, the Federal Reserve printed all this money. They bailed out Wall Street. There was no inflation. So why next time? One, Ryan, what are you doing over there? Oh, take a picture. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so, so the Federal Reserve comes in. They print all this money up. It goes to Wall Street. And there people are like, well, you know, hey, there was no inflation. So why can't we, the Federal Reserve, print money and pass it out to average people? Why can't the Federal Reserve print money and give it to the government for special programs? You know, maybe free education or or a certain amount of money to each person. <laughs> and, and so, and the problem is, is, is where people are having trouble defending all this stuff is the Federal Reserve did a massive bailout of Wall Street. They've done one quantitative easing program after another. And it's been, look, it, we've had a decade of quantitative easing, 12 years of quantitative easing. If people don't realize it, you go, no, Ted, there's, sometimes they're not. Every time the Fed quit their quantitative easing program, the Europeans or the Japanese kicked in their Fed, central banks, kicked in their quantitative easing programs, if you look at it. So it kind of kept pushing things up, and we haven't seen the inflation yet. And so people are going, well, we can use with mon- modern monetary theory, next time there's a recession, what we'll do is we'll get the Fed Reserve to present to, to to print up a couple trillion dollars and we'll pass them out to everybody or we'll come up with a special program and we can spend as much money as possible and there'll be no inflation. And and the problem is is the Federal Reserve has been so reckless with their quantitative easing programs to bail out Wall Street and keep the economy going that now 
everybody is going to turn to them every time we have the least little bit slowed out and expect massive money printing. Eventually, this is going to catch up with us. It caught up with Venezuela with massive hyperinflation. It's caught up with Zimbabwe. It's caught up with it caught up with Germany. It caught up with every, everybody that does these programs. Eventually, it is, and we've been very fortunate. And and what's happened in this country is since the, the world is a dollar based currency, all that money has gone in to financial assets and gone around the world in, in, to, into places and helped those economies. And so the inflation hasn't been as obvious here. It's been very obvious overseas, but we've not really noticed it with the strong dollar. The next time around, the inflation is going to kick in and it's going to get out of control. And, 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 uh, and that's going to be the time. And, and so that could be a threat. That's going to be a threat to your to your savings, to your retirement. This is why you've got to start planning now. This is why you have to. You want to have a program that's going to be in place. We're in this transition period. We've talked about quite a bit on the show over over time. We're really, we're transitioning from the quantitative easing, free money programs of the Federal Reserve, and in massive financial engineering on Wall Street. To, to something else. Wages are starting to go up for the first time in a decade. That's going to put pressure on company earnings. Uh, there's huge pressure to keep products in the United States and produce them, which means higher costs. Over the last decade and a half, over the last two decades, corporate America has gotten away with shutting down factories and moving them all overseas. Uh, there's a story here. I, I saw a story. The vegetable prices are going up because uh, what's happened is is a lot of our vegetables are all grown in Mexico now, and they, and they just put them on a truck and run them up to the through the border, and then they distribute them all over the place. So much of 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 what we eat and what we do has been has been really corporations have taken over and managed, and so they're going to go to the cheapest possible place because they don't want to pay anybody anything, and uh, and so they go to Mexico. Well, one of the side things of of the border uh, issues is is there's so many immigrants pouring across the border from from Mexico and Central America that that the border they're having to pull all the agents off of the checkpoints to try to process them and this is slowing down traffic around the border which means company uh, companies are shipping products and auto parts and autos automobiles and vegetables and everything else massive factories are are in in Mexico uh which is a pretty good place to put a product. You got no pollution laws. You pay people fifteen dollars a day, or less, and you, you, you have no safety laws. And basically, if there's any problems, you just pay someone off, and you can do whatever you want. So it's a pretty good place to do business. But, 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 uh, be uh, unlike the United States where we have the rule of law. It, it, but but it's now this border is now being shut down. Uh, it's being slowed down. So it might take it might take. 16, 18 hours to get the vegetables across, or you might be a couple day delay because they're they're, they're because they're they're slowing down commerce across the border because of the, the the immigration crisis. So this is kind of pushing up vegetable prices. Now here's the good deal: it, it's just like the 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 uh, trade war with China. Donald Trump has been working for two years to get this trade war uh, uh, over two years now to try to get a trade deal with China. And China has been tough, and, and the more we've dug into the China trade deal, the tougher it's gotten. Well, the, because we realize it's just been, you know, it, it's really been a, a, a basically a highly coordinated plan to take everything, to take as much jobs and intellectual property out of the United States and shift it to China for the benefit of the Amer- of the Chinese people. And, and so, so what's happened is that. 
that this has caused a, uh, a so this is a much tougher deal than we thought. Well, corporations are now realizing they have a real problem with China, and so now they're starting to shift things out. So by making things harder to get into the country or putting a question mark where they'll always be able to get in from the country, it's forcing the the big corporations to, to readjust their supply, something called the supply chains, which is just how the how all the products and the pieces of the products and the parts in, in, in come in, into into. Uh, they they move them around the country, and so if you can if you can offshore your supply chain, you can reduce your cost, which is fantastic. But if there's a question mark, like hey, what if we do have a war with China? What if what if a, a, a destroyer is sailing through the South China Sea and they, and they get into a, a battle with the Chinese and they crash into each other and, and a gunfire breaks out and we're at war with China? Well, what how is that going to be if all my products are made in China? All of a sudden, I'm toast if I'm a corporation in the United States. And so they're moving things out. So what's happening by putting question marks on this stuff, by putting tariffs in place, by putting question marks on, hey, am I going to be able to do business in the future? What if China is now going hardline communist? Oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? This is forcing companies to move product plant and equipment back to the United States. It's forcing uh, companies, the borders being shut down and not shut down, but there's a slowdown. It's hard to get products across because we're so stretched because of this massive invasion of illegal immigrants. They can't get the products across. So Mexico is now becoming a, a problematic place to do business. This is helping the United States because it's forcing companies to do, come back to the United States to hire people to have to have part of their supply chains in the United States just in case. So when you see all these things happening, you, you hear, oh, we're concerned about Mexico or China. These are good things because it's forcing people to reassess where they want to make the product. The best place to make a product is the United States. It's the safest pr- place to do it. It's the most environmentally place friendly place to do it. it, it it's the place where you're sure things are going to get done. But we, but what? What's happened is all our advantages people have used against us because they said, look, we don't have any pollution laws here. Why don't you come do business with us? Hey, you, we don't have any minimum wage laws. Hey, you don't have any safety laws here. Hey, it doesn't make any difference because you can just speed the product in the United States. Go on eBay. You'd be amazed how quickly you can order a product out of China. It'll be in this country next week. Okay, go try to do the same thing in China and see what happens. It's going to take you three weeks to get that, to get the, whatever you ordered off of eBay into China from there. And, and that's that shows you the difference. It's got to be a level playing field. And this is important because it's important to the United States over the long term. We have no interest of becoming some third world nation because we basically moved all our technology and all our factories overseas to sit there and make a couple extra cents on the bottom line. Anyway, tell you what, we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings. We're going to be talking more about savings and investments in your retirement. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement right here. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. What we did is... Um, we Thursday we sent out the Max Out Savings Report, uh, and we we one of the ways you can participate in the Max Out Savings Show is by signing up for the free Max Out Savings Report, which is free. We don't bother you. Uh, we, I write this report to try to help you save money, build up wealth, and understand the world today. And and we talk about all types of stuff in the reports: uh, common four hundred one k mistakes, uh, tax changes. Uh, one of the things this this one is about. A topic that is not well discussed out there, and I think a lot of people really don't understand it, is retirement tax efficiency. And and what what this is about is is the is the it okay. The more money you make, the more taxes you pay. That's pretty well known. And 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 we have a a a, a, a progressive system. So the more money you make. The first amount you might not pay any money on, and then the next ten thousand you might pay ten percent, and then the next ten ten thousand fifteen and and thirty percent, so your marginal tax rate goes up, and that extra money you make, and so everybody kind of understands that, but what they don't understand is when you retire, things are a little bit different. That's still in place, but what happens is there's a number of things at retirement that are subsidized in one form or fashion to help people out that based on income 
So if you make more money, your 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 income your marginal tax rate goes up like it does. It, it, it that that's all still the same, but other things can can be can be added. And we discussed this some week some last week on Social Security, for instance. Your Social Security is non-taxed. Uh, if 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 you're a married couple, if you make less than thirty two thousand, it's not even taxed. If between thirty two and forty four thousand, you only pay tax on forty on fifty percent of your uh, income. And by the way, that's uh, that, I, I talked about this last week. And one thing I, 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 I it's it's there's a formula which is half of your Social Security plus the rest of your income, including tax exempt income, so that that thirty two thousand. Where it starts is your income plus half of your social security, so it's that actual number for what you make is a little above that, so you, you, you use the number so so by kind of managing that uh particularly if uh <coughs> the uh if you're between thirty two and forty four a lot of people are in the forty four if 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 you can keep it below that then your your social security is only fifty percent tax that's a that's a, a big difference that that's one thing. It, it, it it's the same thing with with Medicare. Once you get above age sixty five, you can sign up for Medicare. Now the the nice thing about the Medicare is is this is a really good deal because this is a subsidized insurance. If if people had to pay for their insurance, uh, it would for health insurance it would without the Medicare it would skyrocket because it, the older you get. The, the the more health issues you're going to have, and so in theory, the higher the, the valuation of the insurance is going to go up. So they subsidize it, and, and so typically it's about one hundred and thirty five dollars a person. If 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 you make less than one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year, that's a pretty big number for a married couple. Or eight if you're single, eighty five thousand. It's one hundred and thirty five dollars a month. Now, if you make over one hundred and seventy thousand or and if you're single over eighty five uh thousand, then it goes up to a hundred and eighty nine dollars uh a month, which is which is an eighty one dollar increase. And so let's say if you're a married couple and your income is more than a hundred and seventy thousand dollars, it goes up to eighty one uh up eighty one dollars per person. So that's a hundred for, for the married couple couple it's a hundred and sixty two dollars a month or almost it's nineteen hundred and fifty dollars extra a year. Same thing for a single person. If if you're making more than eighty five thousand dollars, then all of a sudden your cost goes up eighty one dollars, and it, it it's it's about nine hundred and something dollars extra per month. So if if you're making eighty seven thousand dollars, you're going to pay nine hundred dollars more. But if you can keep your your income less than eighty five thousand, then then you save nine hundred dollars. So the, there's these different different income levels that you hit with with Social Security and with with Medicare that 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 jump up. This is in addition to your taxes. The, these are jump up in the cost of 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 the Medicare and with Social Security, they increase the amount that's taxable. So. Again, the, this isn't a change in the tax brackets. This is additional income or this is additional cost coming in for retirees. And most people aren't thinking tax efficiently at retirement when they're looking at this. Another one is capital gain. Typically, retirees uh, oftentimes will sometimes sell something. Uh, but, but again, it's it's the same situation. Uh, there's three brackets for capital gains. If you ask most people, what are the capital gains rate? They'll all tell you 20%, right? 
isn't that right, Ryan? So when Ryan, when Ryan cashes out her stocks, she pays twenty percent, but she's in the top bracket, <laughs> so uh, of over four hundred thousand. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the uh, no, but there's three brackets. If if you make if you make uh, less than seventy eight thousand uh, dollars as a married couple, or uh, the, the the for a single father thirty nine thousand. So if you make less than seventy eight thousand dollars, you pay zero income tax. I mean zero capital gains. So uh, now that that's your income plus the capital gains, you got to add that together. But but that's zero. So again, you have there's that number again that you you have to watch and kind of monitor. Now the spread above seventy eight thousand dollars for a married couple, the the capital gains rate goes to fifteen percent. So and and by the way, it stays there up until up until uh four hundred eighty eight thousand dollars, and it's the same thing with the with 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 the Mary uh, the single person. It's actually four hundred thirty. So you got to make over four hundred thousand dollars to hit the top bracket of twenty percent. So so this is so there's a lot of I mean if if you look at retirement if if you, the, the government gives you a lot of breaks in here that you can take advantage of they're they're really almost tax breaks. And a lot of people don't look at that. So understand. So as an example, if let's say you're a married couple and you have income of $65,000 a year for retirement, you'd like to sell some stock. And and so you have $30,000 worth of stock. Well, if you sell it, it's going to kick. You're going to have to pay a 15 percent tax on that uh, capital gain. But if you sell, so you got sixty five thousand. It, it, it's minus seventy eight. That's if, so. If you sell about under thirteen thousand dollars worth of the stock this year, and then sell the rest of it next year, uh, then you pay zero this year in capital gains uh, tax on that stock. A- again, this is this is a big number. So understand where you are in in your tax situation, and and keep an eye. This is the way you can save quite a bit of money by sort of managing your tax your 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 taxable income another way for, for higher income individuals if you're over 70 and a half you can take the required minimum distribution and and send it to a charity uh, uh directly from the ira uh and and that will not go on to your income and again this will keep you underneath these magical numbers at different areas and and you know this is a, again if you're a very wealthy person and you're making a lot of money and you have $100,000 worth of gains and 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 you if if you can keep it underneath or give part of it to your if you give it to a charity uh that that you won't pay any taxes but if, let's say you have a big IRA well if you take your RMD from the IRA give it to the charity it might keep you down lower underneath the thing and you get a lower instead of a 20% at the $480,000 it could kick you back into the 15% area so there's different tricks to this but the key is as you get into the second half of the year you get a good idea of where you're going to be earning this year and then you can make your adjustments if you're looking to take a big distribution in the IRA take a hard look at these numbers before you do it maybe you make if it's near the end of the year maybe you make half now half next year there's different types of programs to do it and what we also talk in the report about is there's basically three types of income uh, uh, when it comes to retirement uh, for the uh, 
first one is is the uh, wages and pensions and IRA distributions. Those are all taxable. So you take those out. You take out an IRA distribution. It's taxable. If you get a pension, it's taxable. If you have if you're making if you have a job, wages are taxable. The second is Social Security. It may or may not be taxed based on on what your how much income you make. And the third is uh, savings that are outside of your IRAs or non-qualified, like your checking account, a brokerage account that just is not an IRA. Uh, those things are very valuable because if you need extra money, you can pull it out of those things in adjust without having to pay big tax, without boosting up your income it, it, to keep you underneath some of these other numbers. These, the, it's a little complicated subject, uh, particularly for the radio. I write, I wrote, we've written this down in the Max Out Savings Report, the, the, these programs. Uh, so if, if you need some help, just go to the website, request the report. We'll send the report out to you. You'll be on the list. You're going to get a report once a month. And like I said, I write these so you'll understand what's happening in the world. Uh, we, we put a lot of things on there and understand retirement. But very few people, I was surprised how almost nobody talks about retirement tax efficiency. We we brought it to you here in the Max Out Savings Show because we think this is a way to help you out. So if you need, if you'd like the information, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. You can also, if you have a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713 339 1070. Now, another sector, we wrote a couple things. We, there, there's also a chart in there. Uh, the, in the Max Out Savings Report, I try to take complex issues and make them somewhat really simpler, be it uh, retirement tax efficiency or be the markets. And we, in some cases, we take very complex issues and get ahead of, of the, really ahead of the curve and try to bring them to you. Uh, one, one of the things we talked about is bond yields. Uh, are really going down across the world right now. It's just not the United States, but Germany, the UK, Japan. Rates are all been falling as, as as the global economy is slowing. And we have a chart showing this in the Max Out Savings Report. Interestingly enough, the 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 country with the highest interest rates is the United States, a developed country. And 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 what what. What this is about is is a couple things. We've got the best economy in the world. We came up with the three point two percent GDP. Is at GDP over three percent for the first quarter? That's fa- absolutely fantastic. Uh, Bloomberg was falling all over themselves trying to tell everybody, well, it really wasn't a good idea, good good thing because they just are so traumatized that Donald Trump could somehow look good some in some form or fashion. But but it was a good number. People are getting hired. We got some of the lowest uh, unemployment. Uh, numbers in 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 decades, the jobless numbers they they jumped the jobless claims jumped up this week, but we've had some of the lowest jobless claims since 1968. I mean, we're, we're, uh, I've seen some three percent growth rate in in wages overall, which is which is pretty darn good. That hasn't been going up, and and so a lot of exciting things are happening in the economy. Things are doing well in the United States, uh, but elsewhere in the world they're really not. It's uh, you look at Europe. Europe is a is is a complete basket case. Uh, industrial production is really falling. Is dipping and not really falling, but it's clearly dipping. Uh, in Germany, I mean, Germany was hit. People don't realize Germany was hit very badly by that 
the emissions scandal over there. I mean, one of the core parts of their whole industrial thing are, are the big auto companies, Mercedes, Mercedes, Volkswagen, BMW, Audi. And, and, and they put big bets in diesel, and then the diesel was somewhat discredited, although it's clearly the most efficient me- method out there uh, for, for uh, di- uh, uh, gasoline or diesel-powered engines. And the numbers they get are just fantastic. But, and they really just went after them. And I, and I think one of the reasons it was diesel is so efficient that it was helping them beat their numbers. And what they're trying to do in Germany is they want to convert everything to electric cars. But... And so it's hurt them. And one of the problems Germany has is, you know, they, they've kind of sold themselves as the luxury cars that built for the Autobahn. Well, you know, if, if you're going to people like that and they, and they pay up for it. And but, you know, if you're going to be uh, if, if, if all the cars going to be super efficient little econo boxes, no one's going to want to buy the automobiles. And so it's hurt it there. Then they've got tremendous problems between the north and south in Europe, between the Germans and the uh, Germans, the Dutch, the Swedish. And then you've got on the on the lower uh, you've got the Spanish, the the uh, Italians and the Greeks, which are their economies are doing terrible. The lower part of 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 Italy's got fifty percent youth unemployment in and, and and it's just it's just not a good situation. So and so rather than bringing some of the factories down to to Italy and Spain, Germany decided to import billions of immigrants, which has caused a bigger problem. And then they have Brexit. Their economy are slowing clearly over there, and then you go over to Germ uh, to China. The same thing. I mean, China. Look, for the March auto sales in China were down thirteen percent. Uh, it's it's hard to get good numbers out of China. This is one of the problems that most a lot of that stuff you hear about China's growing at six and a half percent. Most people think that's complete BS. Uh, the I've seen some research that 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 it's it's maybe two percent less than that. I mean, at least two hundred points less than that. Uh, there, there's some work that's been done by some of the think tanks in Washington that clearly the and, and, and so you have to kind of look at different things like electricity usage. You look at at the the at the freight cost. Uh, interesting statistic was uh, Korean exports to China fell twelve percent. I mean. That, that's sort of something that's a pretty hard number you're pretty sure that's a correct number and that's telling you the economy is very weak over there so elsewhere in the world you're really seeing drop-offs in the economy emerging markets things are in trouble too but here in the united states it's good and that's why we have the highest interest rates in the world tell you what we'll be right back right here on the max out savings show The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. 
South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Oh, one quick thing. Uh, the Also, I'm going to send this out. We just sent out the Max Out Savings Report. I'm going to send this out to, I meant to put this in it, and it did not get put in, but uh, so we're going to update this, but if you're in a higher income bracket at retirement, a lot of people try to earn as much as money as they can right before they retire. You can there, there's there's a form SSA 44 Medicare income related must, monthly adjustment amount life changing event, and you can fill this form out with your new expected income for the year, and then we'll adjust down your your Medicare cost. This is a big deal. This can save you thousands of dollars. If, for instance, you're making two or three hundred thousand dollars or four hundred thousand dollars your last year, and then you're going to drop down to maybe a hundred thousand or so, this you know you're talking about uh, about pretty big monetary differences. And so uh, it's form SSA 44, or uh, we're going to put it out in the Max Out Savings Report coming up. So what, let's take a call from, is that Oscar, to 713-339-1070. Hey, Oscar. Yeah, how you doing, Ted? Good, good. Hey, hey Ted, uh, how is the the Fed? No, you're thinking that interest rates are going to be pretty much stable now, or do you think that uh, uh, my thing is that interest rates are going to continue going down. That's my my mantra here. What is your you think that they're going to stable or they're going to go up? They're going to, what is your real real thinking on on interest rates? I think that ten years is going to go to two before it gets to three. What do you think about that? You know, I I think that's what it's going to try to do, and then I think eventually somewhere in the next couple of years it's going to reverse up and kind of surprise right. people. That I, I just I, I'm not I don't. Buy this we're in this deflationary thing long term because well, you don't I, buy that deflation stuff. Well, I, oh, I do, but I think eventually they're just gonna. I mean, you look, you saw what happened when the market went down ten percent. Basically, the mm-hmm. government panicked, and the Fed they were all over the Federal Reserve. And so, with this modern monetary theory, I think they're going to overdo it, and eventually you're going to see rates start going up. Uh, if particularly if borrowing kicks in, uh, you're going to see borrowing really kind of take off in the next uh, next recession. And, and that's going to put pressure on interest rates. Okay, uh, then the question, the real question I call you is that, or, or, or do you believe that we're going to have, like, how is the, you know, all, there's liquidity problems all over the world, especially the third world countries. How 
how is the Fed going to have keep us liquid without another QE5 and things of that type? How is the Fed going to pull that off, the well, liquidity thing? Well, that, and that's a problem. Now, keep in mind they're still pulling money out of the system into year-end. Right. Uh, but, uh, look, I think that's – look, clearly that's what they're going to try to do. And, and, and I think they're going to be under huge pressure not to bail people out, not to help out Wall Street, and so – and not to help out uh, – people around the world and globally there seems to be a real dollar shortage right now yes and, and, and so th- look this is the problem that, that that we're running into and so and by the way i think this is why rates have kind of gone up is because they're trying to kind of by raising interest rates you can sort of control the amount of borrowing on dollars since much of the world's borrowing it seems to be dollar based more so than i think people realize so by keeping our currency and I, you know, I'm looking at the chart that's in the Max Out Savings Report. It shows that you can see that that our our interest rates is is, is the highest right now. And I think by this is they're kind of trying to limit the dollar borrowing around the world. And keep in mind the dollar is also going up, which is putting big pressure on these people. Yeah, the index has been going up on the dollar. Yeah, uh, and so what I think is going to happen is is I don't think the recoveries in 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 China and the in 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 Europe are going to be very good at all. I think they're going to kind of sink back, and then we have to kind of watch and see what happens. But I do think the next time we go through this, it's going to be inflationary. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Oscar. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Uh, and by the, by the way, look, we, what we've done is we tried to go with more like two year treasuries and stuff about six months ago or three or four months ago. The thinking is, is I think that inter- higher interest rates are going to be two years from now or so is, is kind of what we're well, for now. They're going to be down. Uh, if, if rates, if the economy accelerates in the U.S., the shorter term rates, you know, I, I think will hold and we might see up. But I, I don't see any big jump in rates right now. I, I, the, the final thing to answer to Oscar's thing is I do think and I write about this a little bit in the Max Out Savings Report is I do think you want to go with high quality uh, very high quality, very strong balance sheet companies uh, uh, for bonds. You want to also go governments for because you get the liquidity. You want to go two, you know, uh, short term, two, two years, year, those type of things. I think you're going to see some type of crisis in in the the corporate bond market. There's way too much debt been taken on, and too much of that debt is piled up right at the A level, the BAA, right above investment grade. So if it gets downgraded, it's going to kick to junk. And at that point in time, you can have a real liquidity problem in the corporate bond market. This is why our theory is, is you want to really hold, you want to be much more defensive right now overall. And, and so this is something I, I think we want to continue to watch. Uh, oil, uh, by the way, uh, with the dollar is going up, oil prices the brand hit six, about close to seventy-five dollars this week, sixty-something uh, uh, on on uh, West Texas. Uh, the, then it backed off to seventy-one sixty-three uh, when when uh, Trump put pressure on the Arabs to try to put some more oil on the market. Uh, we got a couple things happening. They, they they removed the exemptions from the Iranians that the for Iranian oil they gave to the Chinese, the Koreans the Japanese and the Indians. And and what happened that caused that big drop last time is everybody got to ready for the big Iranian oil embargo. And then what happened was is is they gave exemptions to the biggest Im- importers and, and then and then there was too much oil in the market and the and the price collapsed to forty five. So this is something we want to watch to fifty dollars. This is something we want to watch forty five actually on the West Texas. We want to watch this and see. One thing to remember 
Right now, uh, Brent hit six seventy-five dollars. It peaked at eighty-five last time. The dollar has has strengthened up quite a bit more. So understand. Elsewhere in the world, the dollar is much stronger. Their currencies are weaker, so they're paying a pretty high price for oil right now, which is further pressuring many uh, developed areas of the world right now. So this is something we want to see. I think you really want to be somewhat cautious overall in these markets. I, I, if, if you sit and look at the at the Nasdaq, it's up about thirty one percent over the last uh, since December twenty fourth. That's a pretty good size move. I, I look. I think. I think the the tech sector is getting extremely frothy. If you look at these IPOs, I mean, we're really seeing the biggest IPO market in years. It's. I mean, it's kind of looking a little bit like uh, 2007 and in really late 2007 in the IPO market. Uh, I, I don't think it's 1999, but it, it's very frothy. You get Zoom. You've had Lyft. Zoom came out. It's got a ten billion dollar market cap on a video company. Basically, they do video conferencing. Uh, Pinterest hit twelve billion. You're talking eighty, ninety billion on Uber. Uh, a lot of these companies are not even making money. <laughs> Lyft's deal came out. It's it's down. Went down twenty percent from where it was. I mean, a pretty uh, from the really a, a pretty bad thing, but uh, a, a very bad performance for Lyft and. And and you really wonder are the the you're seeing Facebook skyrocket up you're seeing all of them run up here. Uh, Facebook's under huge pressure, uh, privacy wise. They're going to get hit with a big fine. Uh, the market seems to be ignoring everything, and, and there really seems to be somewhat of a, a short squeeze in the market. And, and I think the, the way I'm seeing the the all these companies coming out, and some of them are coming out underneath where the last private equity round was, and so. One thing to understand, this is a little complicated, but 25 years ago, you you brought a company out a little bit, and once it got to be a certain size, you'd bring it public because you needed more money. What's happened is the private equity markets are so big that these companies are getting – they're much, much bigger because they keep going back to the private market because they don't have to release their finances to everybody and so they can keep it going and the, there's so much private equity money enormous amounts of private equity money that they're able to kind of run these prices up and it's they're never really on the market they just keep marking up the price and so when when i think it was pinterest came out it was underneath where the last private equity round was and and, and so this is i mean to me, these are real warning signs when, when, when you're seeing that happen, coming out underneath the last round. Uh, you see the price on, on, on lift gap from 72 to 87, and it goes down into the 60s. Th- those are warning signs of, of what's happening out there, in, in, in particularly in tech land. I mean, there just is an enormous amount of froth this week. We had Intel report earnings, and they, 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 they really they weren't good. The stock was down 10%. We're seeing these stocks gap down. Some of them are going up too, but but they're telling you that, that they're not seeing as much demand in the chip area, which is kind of the building block of everything. So this is something I think we want to watch. I think there's a real bubble in that whole sector of the market, uh, and 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 I think when it when it turns, it's it's going to be pretty vicious. And, and if you look at this, this market really has the the level of volatility is really to me jumping up in in the the actual volatility is low but it's kind of deceiving because it's short term but if you look at on a two or three month or a six month basis there's an enormous amount of volatility in here and and you're starting to see that come out so this is something we want to watch uh earnings came out 
uh, are coming out. We're seeing a lot, some positives, some negative. One of the things, refining in, in, in oils is not good. Chevron and Exxon really, they didn't do quite as well on the refining side, uh, which is something we want to watch. Uh, oil is looking good. I think you're going to see more restructuring. We we saw Chevron buy Anadarko. I think some of the big majors are going to restructure. I think you could see some more purchases. And so a lot happening here. But with, with $64, or $63 oil, things are pretty good in Houston. And, and so we've been very fortunate. But we'll just kind of have to watch and see. Now, tell you what, uh, coming up at the end of the show, if you want to get in here real quickly, 713 339 1070. That's 713 339 1070. Just hear the story. The, Donald Trump pulled us out of the UN Arms Arms Trade Treaty, which was a treaty to stop arms from from illicit flow of, of arms around the world. When you're like, hey, I support that, and this is good. But then you look into it, and the NRA made the point. The treaty wanted us to sit there and, and collect data on who had the guns and then turn. And and then and then share the data, which I'm assuming with the UN. So the UN was going to get a list of who who owns guns in the United States. I don't know how you could you could allow a treaty like that to go through. I mean, the idea that we're give, we're creating uh, a kind of a registry of who has the guns and we're turning it over to the United Nations is it's just absolutely frightening. And I'm I'm glad we're seeing them get tough on this type of stuff. I mean, you have to understand. The Democrats and a lot of these anti-gun people are different. These people are extremely smart and extremely shrewd. And you've got to watch every little thing with them. And and, and this is just another example of of, of something that, that's truly astonishing with, uh, with, with this arms treaty. What seems like a good idea to try to prevent illicit arms flow is kind of a backdoor way to try to build a a gun registry and turn it over to the UN. It's just it's 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 astonishing to me. So, what else do we have here? Okay, we've got the report. We if you by the way, if you did not get the report Thursday evening, uh we sent it out later in the day. Uh go to our website maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com and sign up for the free report. It's uh, it is free. We don't call you up. We don't bother you at all. Uh, and and it's just I write this to try to help you understand the world today in savings and investments. And so sometimes people change emails or they accidentally uh, it goes in the uh, the spam box. But uh, we've got thousands of people on the on the list now, and it's a very popular report. So uh, go to the website maxoutsavings.com. And if you need help with your retirement, you can go. And request an appointment with me, and I'll sit down with you. We're here local in Houston, Texas. Uh, Max Out Savings Advisors is a Houston company, and so I'll be happy to sit down with you and go over your financial situation. Now, again, this report talks about retirement tax efficiency. And, and understand that when you get to retirement, it's when you were working, you paid taxes, you earned income, and you paid taxes. But when you retire, there's a number of 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 almost tax shelters or tax benefits that you get when you retire based on what level your income is for Social Security, for your Medicaid amount changes by how much you make, and also your capital gains rate. There's three capital gains rates. A lot of people forget this, 0 15%, and 20%. And so if you can... The, you can earn up to $78,000 in total income and capital gains and pay zero capital gains tax, which is a pretty good deal if you're married. So understand and know these rules, and you want to make sure you're underneath the level if you're close and can d- make some changes. And there's 
three types of income we write about. There's wages, there's pensions, and IRAs. Okay, that's all taxable. There's Social Security, which may or may not be taxable. And then there's capital gains, which may or may not be taxable. And these are all, I mean, excuse me, not, I mean, uh, cash in, in your savings account or your checking account or your brokerage account that, that's non-qualified. If you take money out of that, it's non-taxable and doesn't go on your, doesn't increase your income to change these things. So take advantage of the retirement tax efficiency. Hope everyone has a good weekend. Remember our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. I'm going to raise a bus, I'm going to raise a hollow. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.